0: Well, in our culture, every sexual orientation gets a label and a definition. A 26-year-old anonymous female listener has been considering those categories, and she writes in to us. Hello, Pastor John. What are your thoughts on the sexual orientation category of asexual, of people who experience no general sexual attraction to others? This seems to be me currently. Am I broken? Is something wrong with me? Or do you think in the Christian life this would be a God-given signal that one has the permanent gift of singleness? At first, I thought so. But then I see another category for those who are demisexual, those who experience sexual attraction to someone, but only after a close emotional connection has first been formed. I think I may be asexual, but I don't know. Perhaps I could be sexually attracted to a man later on. In light of 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 6-11, to 11, does the Bible applaud asexuality? and how should a currently asexual young woman proceed in thinking about singleness and marriage that embraces singleness and ministry opportunities but leaves open the possibility of marriage in the future. Pastor John, what would you say to this young female listener?
1: You know, I hadn't planned to say this, but um yesterday I took a walk with my wife and I said, "Hey, I've been thinking about some APJ questions and I paraphrased this one to her huh. about about a woman who who thought she 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 had no Uh, sexual attraction to to men as a single woman and my wife looked at me and said what's the problem? (laughs) <laughs> I said, okay, I'll, I'll tell her you said that. So you, that, that response might make a little more sense if I, if I tell you what I was going to say anyway. But th- there, there it is. I mean, that's, that's a short answer. <laughs> yeah. It might be helpful to, to start by saying that the, the vast majority of marriages in the history of the world have not been based on romantic sexual attraction. That's a relatively modern criterion. Mm-hmm. That's good. In a way, uh, it has skyrocketed to preeminence in the last couple centuries in the West. Most of the marriages in the world have been arranged by family or have been dictated by other relational and social circumstances. So just be aware that we live in a weird time with the elevation of personal, romantic affection being the be-all and end-all of, of how you form lifelong relationships of commitment. Um, Which also means that millions of human beings um, have been born into the world having been conceived in moments not of mutual sexual passion. Most human beings have come into the world not having been conceived that way. That kind of passion may or may not have come into being in a marriage, but it doesn't take passion to make a baby. To be sure, um, God has lots to say in the Bible about how a male and a female human being Created in his image, should treat each other with respect and honor and purity in the unique callings of manhood and womanhood in the act of sexual relations. I'm not saying those aren't important and that God has nothing to say about it. But he, he does not say that the only valid sexual relations, sexual intercourse, the only valid sexual relations, or the only beautiful sexual relations must carry the same mutual passions in a man and a woman. Like they both gotta be fever pitch intense for this thing to be right and beautiful. That's not true. That those passions vary tremendously from man to man, woman to woman, from season to season in a marriage relationship. They're just not of the essence. They are not of the essence of what marriage is. It's not an accident that the very first chapter in my book on marriage is titled staying married is not about staying in love. That's the way I began my book on marriage. I wrote it when we'd been married 40 years. I would say the same thing now. We've been married 50 years. I think being in love in the romantic sense of mutual desire is indeed the ideal of God's plan. But it is neither essential nor is it the primary means of staying married or staying happily married? There are far bigger issues at stake in marriage than being or staying in love. Marriage is about the covenant-keeping love between Christ and the Church, and displaying that can happen profoundly even where romantic affections rise and fall maybe especially when romantic affections fall number 2 second second observation from what you have told me i don't see your relative indifference to sex as a flaw now we'll get back to noel's mm-hmm reaction. Yep. I I would I would need to know lots more to make a judgment like that. My guess is that you I asked my wife whether she would say this, she said, sure. I said, my guess is that you are closer to the norm of how women feel about sex in general than the sexually spring-loaded and predacious women glorified as normative in the entertainment industry, which which, by the way, are almost all created by men who are always dreaming unrealistic things about women. So, So here's a key question for you. Can you imagine yourself spending the rest of your life living with a caring, mature, responsible Christian man? And do you have any desire for that to happen? Another question, do you ever dream about this? Did you, when you were a teenager, ever dream about this? Or would you just as soon have an ordinary... Uh, home of your own maybe maybe a housemate, maybe not uh for the next fifty years, and you could very happily conceive of things that way. none of those is is judgment questions; they're just knowing yourself kinds of questions. If you say no i don 't dream about spending my life with a man, then my question would be just to clarify. Has any man, real or imaginary, ever wakened such a longing in you? Mm -hmm. Do, do sexual relations seem unclean to you when you imagine having sex? Does it seem gross? Now, I, you may wonder why were you asking that question? I'm asking that question because I've dealt with couples. I'm thinking of one in particular that, that divorced within a year after I did their wedding. And she simply said, it's just gross. I can't stand it. It's gross. So she, she clearly walked into this thinking that um, she didn't know what she was in for and had a horrific issue to deal with from her, her past that she hadn't come to terms with. So, or does it seem boring? Does it seem frightening? Does does a sexual relationship with a man seem beautiful? Does it seem godly? Um, does it seem like a necessary evil for making babies? And I, I was just want in that conversation— to discern just what is your inner heart world, uh, what's really going on in, in your heart. It would it would make a huge difference whether you, you thought sex would feel dirty or whether you thought it would simply be a, a, a godly way to bless your husband, even though you yourself didn't have any passionate pursuit of it. Maybe one story from my experience and a closing uh, encouragement. When I was madly in love with Noelle in college and desired everything about her, okay, sexually and every other way, I wanted her, fully expected to marry her, which I eventually did. There was another young woman about a year into our relationship, about her age, same age that I felt no sexual attraction to at all, but this young woman was a poet, and I was writing poems, lots of them in those days, and she liked my poems that I wrote, and she gave me some of hers. This created in me something that you might, I'm talking to to you. Now, you might perhaps experience, I was deeply moved. She touched something deep inside of me that she appreciated what I wrote, shared what she wrote. I was drawn to her. I was drawn to her. I wanted to spend time with her. I I thought she was quite homely. (laughs) I I was drawn to her. It was not sexual. I I didn't even think she was pretty, but it It was deeper than that I had to stop talking with her. I had to stop reading her poems for a season and sharing mine. Something was going on inside of me that was profoundly bonding and Now, here's my point: You might experience something like that if if Noel had not existed, would that relationship have moved? toward romance? Would I have been eventually desirous of her body as I was of her kinship in poetry? And I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. But I, I felt, I felt like it was very possible. So my encouragement is, accept your present Indifference to sexual desires, just accept it like Noel said. what's the problem? Seek to love and serve people with all your gifts. Be joyful in the Lord and mature and wise and strong and humble and honest. knows, be a great, mature, deep sage of a woman don't Don't go out of your way to make relationships happen, but if a worthy man Shows an interest in you. Go with it in all purity until it's plain that there is or there isn't a sense of desire or a sense of calling to spend your life with Him in a growing intimacy of every kind.
0: Seek delight in Christ, serving Him, and in serving others. The life of faith looks similar to us all. Pastor John, thank you. And uh, to all of you who wrestle with singleness and marriage, thank you for listening along and for subscribing to Ask Pastor John in your favorite podcast app or YouTube. We really appreciate having you along for the ride. Next time we look at really what is the most important key in our victory over sin, it's hard to overstate what we're going to look at next time. I'm your host, Tony Ranke. We will see you on Wednesday. Thanks for listening.